0: Welcome in to the lion's den. Smell, shut up. Good lord. So we're laughing because big bulldog, big Trev isn't here, so you won't hear those uh, pipes coming through the airwaves today. I'm behind the board, and, uh, well, I don't know how I put music on, but I just did. Um... (laughs) Anyway, welcome in. We don't have Maddie Gash, we've got Speno, but we've got Taron Meyer. Taron, before we get started, what's your official title?
1: I am the Senior Manager of Communications at Real Salt Lake, URFC, and Real Monarchs SLC, as Very well as the Zions cool. Bank Real Academy, all-encompassing.
0: That, uh, that's, a, that's a big title. Yeah. yeah can you put a, it on, like, a card? Does no,
1: I don't even try. I don't even try. I
2: was going to say, then yeah. you'd have people calling them up, asking them questions, like, what's the lineup? Yeah. Fair, fair. I
1: think both of you have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I still do. That's why I don't That's have why. business cards. <laughs>
0: With that title. Uh, so how is everybody? Before we get going, we go, oh, well, I guess we've got a big show, and I'll let you know what we've got going on. Uh, recap of the 4-0 routing of the union. Um, club update from Taron. Today, uh, look ahead to the upcoming game against Minnesota. There's a bit going on in the world of the Monarchs and the Royals as well. Some exciting news there, and uh, well, there's a lot going on in the RSL land as well. With uh, well, injury news from Mike after the game. Everton Louis seems to be the best midfielder that I can remember. You guys have been around for longer than I have, so I'm interested to, see, to hear your thoughts. And uh, Savarino and his return from Copa America has been very, very good to Real Salt Lake. But first, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it all, how has everybody's day
1: gone? Taron, how's your day been? Busy. Insanely busy. A lot happening at the club. The sun is shining, which makes me want to be on the golf course. But yes. soccer ball is more important. Paychecks are more important. So... Very, very busy. It's all good, though. It's it's going to be an exciting few weeks.
0: Speaking of golf, um, whether Taron joins us or not, I I don't know. um, I won't join you. I'm not going to join you. You don't know how to swing a club. I know.
1: Uh, Which is surprising.
0: I know. Cricket bat, I'll be fine. Just cover drives all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gets that joke. I'm really angry about it. Okay. um, Brooks Lennon. (laughs) I'm going to have Brooks on the, uh, the hallowed grounds, which is a show I do... Saturday nights at six twenty, Sundays at like eleven twenty, on Sports Week Channel Five. So this week, Saturday, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. Check out Brooksie uh, out on the golf course, out at Willow Creek Country Club. There's a plug for your Willow Creek.
2: As he paints your back porch red on the golf course,
1: you reckon? Is he good? I've heard, I, I've he heard seems, he's good. Yeah, I've heard he's good. He plays a lot down in Arizona. I think uh, that's about he, all you can do down there. So yeah. yes.
0: Well, he 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 can win himself a rangefinder. Uh, or at least a $100 gift card to you into golf. Spenner, what's been crack and lacking in your world, mate?
2: We don't want to know what's going on in my life right now. Why? Oh, well, I talked to you off
0: Yeah, I
2: know. The but expletives.
0: Like, can you, can you, can you, you round? <laughs> Spell expletives.
2: <laughs> it's a spelling bee. It's not the Lions Den anymore, it's the Spelling Bee Den. Well, what else is going on Are you Doing Nothing. anything fun? No. Well, I'm hanging out with you guys. That's the most fun I have during the week. Right. And then I go to work, and then we come, we come to the games. So I'm still buzzing from Saturday, to be honest well, with you. Well, kick
0: us off. Talk to us about that 4-0 routing, will you? It was great. What did you say? Four goals. Yeah, I, I get that. What else?
2: <laughs> you know what? I thought we saw... And this hasn't been talked about enough, and we can get on to about the goals, and the quality of the goals, and the play... But uh, something that uh, Justin Glad brought up post game, uh, with regards to the uh, the defensive unit, just one goal conceded in the last five games. Unreal! I, I, it's been a long, long time since we've seen that, and all comes down to um, the guys buying in. Um, these young players that have uh, come in through the you know the, the fullback channels, um, just getting better and better, and then you've got three centre backs. That have been really quite good the last couple of months.
0: Well, to, add, to add to all of that, uh, there's been a lot of movement across the back four as well. It, mm-hmm. hasn't, it hasn't been the same back four over the last five games. You've had big Ned in there for uh, for a few. Donny Toya played for a while until he was left out of the uh, the lineup last week against the union brooks has been up the wing then back to right so there's been you know and justin glad's been i he, has he played all five games i no. feel like he's been back there for a while oh no he missed the trip to uh he didn't san play jose. against san jose yeah
2: yeah that's
0: right anyway yeah. he's been in four of the five marcelo silver's played a handful so it's been quite a feat quite an effort from uh the guys down back uh you know, the Union did not get a shot on goal over the weekend. Oh, at least according to MLSSoccer.com, Taryn, you'd know more.
1: It's the second consecutive home match in which RSL has failed to concede a shot on goal, which is very handy on Nick's uh, return after his 500th game as 501. He has a, a nice, calm, cool shutout. But no, I think, Sp- Speno, you bring up a very good point. Um, the home dominance, last the last five home games they've only been scored on once, which is which is very incredible, and I think that's that's due not just to the back line, but I think uh, the rotation through the midfield and the understanding over the last five, at least home games, has been very, very good. And this is my personal opinion, and I have to go ahead and get this out of the way. Being attached to the club, I think from my perspective, that was probably the fullest 90 minutes that we've seen out of the guys this year. Uh, Cincinnati was was wonderful on the road, but I think against top opposition like the Union – uh, last saturday i thought uh, from front to back top to bottom side to side i think uh, the boys really controlled the game and and the union didn't really have an answer answer for that in any way shape or form
0: mike pecky did talk about it after the amy uh i think his words were it was the m- most complete game he can remember certainly this year um and so he did address the 90 minutes worth of uh, worth of playing time, I thought they were very, very solid. Really, I was doing my player ratings, um, which is kind of... I, I don't love doing my player ratings, I will admit, because it's always hard to say this player didn't play as well as this guy, but I guess it's the nature of the beast. um Everybody played well, in my opinion. In fact, I think the lowest rating I gave was like an 8 out of 10. And Normally there are a few 7s kind of flown in there if I didn't feel like somebody put in a a decent enough shift. Um, But but this was not the case against the Union. Uh, Jefferson Savarino, man Mm. of the match for good reason. He scored a brace uh, the first two goals of the game came off the left and right peg of Yefs and Severino, uh, both, of course, ending up in the back of the onion bag. Uh, both goals very, very good as well, mind you. The first was the, a deft touch with his right boot to then play it uh, behind Andre Blank with his uh, left, and then the finish, which was eerily similar to the uh, goal against Atlanta United right at death, uh, came, as RSL were, uh, 2-0 up, and then, of course, uh, Albert Rusnak, Demir Krylak put uh, the final nails in the coffin, if you will. Get but- some
2: assist there as well, though, Tom. Don't miss any assists Miss So
0: you know what's funny about that? So I watch the game, obviously. I sit there in the media, in media row, whatever you call it, the press box, and uh, I maybe go to the toilet once a game. Mm-hmm. In some games I don't even go. I go at half-time, you know. But for whatever reason, I needed to go in the second half. And, uh, you know, I'm walking into the urinals, uh, just own, my- 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 beeswax, and uh, drip the old zipper down. And the second I, you know, pull the zipper down, I just hear like uh, craziness happen from outside, and I just kn- I knew something obviously went into uh, the back of the net, and that was when Butrusnak scored. So I missed it.
1: I kind of feel like you thought the cheering was for you.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah
2: I thought it was a funny story. I've s- I've seen that though, uh, Taron, and it's nothing to cheer about.
0: What me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm the first to
0: admit it. No, anyway, we can get ourselves in trouble. Um, So I'm just going to, yeah, stop talking. But um, he did get an assist, did Jefferson Savarino. So two goals and an assist. Very, very impressive, I guess. Uh, I tried asking him a question after the game. He didn't respond to how I would have liked. I asked him whether or not I felt like, whether or not he had felt like the game had slowed down. Because, like, naturally, I know he didn't play against Brazil, but he played against big-name big name international teams down in Copa America. And it's international football, so the game's going to be faster, the talent's better. And I said, did did it slow? He said no. So I think he was being humble. I think he was uh, telling us that uh, he, he graciously respects the level of competition out here in Major League Soccer, but I have a hard time believing that... The uh, the speed of the game is, is just as fast as international level. Regardless, he's been very good. Considering he, he hasn't been back for long either, Taron.
1: No, not at all. And to be honest with you, he's probably one of the most humble people that I've ever met in my life, life next to Demir, if I'm being quite honest. And because I'm a soccer nerd, you talk about the goals that he scored uh, on Saturday, and you look at the build-up to each goal. The ball immediately from Aaron Herrera that we saw, this almost carbon copy of the same thing we saw against Columbus uh, two weeks prior and a week and a half prior, excuse me. And that ball up over the top and the vision uh, from, from Aaron to, to find the run of Sava and Sava brought that ball down wonderfully. And of course an exquisite finish, but I think the build up to the second goal is something to talk about as well. The ball starts with Everton. Kyle gets pressured, dumps it off to Sava Sava with the vintage dip to shoulder and, and fires that ball in the back of the net. I think that's, a lot of the reason this team is starting to click is because guys are starting to see see players who are behind them. They're starting to move their move their head around a little bit, and the, and the, the passing is quick, and it, once a decision's made, they're going to go with it, and they're going to commit to it. And I think uh, you, you can even talk about his assist, uh, tracking that center back down, who has a, a horrid touch, and the clever little back kill to know that Albert's running in at the top of the area, and Albert doesn't have anything really left to do except smash the ball home. So I think That's a big piece of the puzzle for RSL right now, is just the understanding and the commitment when making decisions.
0: Are we a fan of uh, the change for Albert? He's got, uh, well, he's done in those black boots. He's done that now for, sniff into the mic again. Spinner, we like, thank you, sir. Uh, Stop it, will you? Goodness gracious. Um, Black boot, but he dyed his his hair, bleach blonde.
2: Uh, Whatever makes him play like this and continue to play like that, carry on. I think it's the black boots, though. It's definitely the black boots. Yeah. It has to be the black boots. Let me tell you, a uh, an
0: Englishman like Spino ain't a fan of that bleach blonde hair, I you? <laughs> you? Rough around the edges, <laughs> those
1: Englishmen. To be honest with you, when he stepped out onto the field on Saturday, he looked like Pasuelo from Toronto. <laughs> I, it was weird. I, d- I did a double take because I hadn't seen it yet. I had no oh, idea. Oh, really? So it was... I, I hadn't... Se- yeah. Wow. He must have done it on Thursday or Friday because I hadn't seen him. Wow. Okay, well... There's a fun fact for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Albert's doing... Uh, now, Betty, is it wife or girlfriend?
1: Fiancé, maybe? Fiancé?
0: Let's go with fiancé. Uh, maybe maybe she did it for, uh, for him, regardless. Anyway, uh, the rise of two players, gents. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, I guess, why they're playing such a great brand at the minute um, and how it's impacting the team. But Everton-Louise, well, I mean, he's been playing pretty well all year, but I think over the last two games, it's been Everton that... He is something else in the midfield uh, for RSL when he's playing. Real Salt Lake are a different team, and then I'd throw Brooksy Lennon in um, in that same boat. I'll, I'll be honest; I've been harsh on Brooks so at times throughout the year, I felt as though he hasn't been as dominant uh, or as as effective as maybe some RSL fans would have liked. But his last two games have been stellar. In fact, I gave him man of the match honors against San Jose. Um, I thought he was really, really good. He gave him gave it his all and. Uh, Deserved man of the match nods. But what is it about those two at the minute? Taron, you're at training every day. What what are you saying?
1: Well, when you talk about Brooks, you you listen to what he said post-game in San Jose and getting the opportunity to play in his more natural attacking position. And he's he's the kind of guy that wherever you put him on the field, he's going to work his backside off uh, to do well for the team. And over the course of the last season or two we've seen him at, at right back and he had the opportunity to play up but i think having a right back that tends to go forward or an outside back in general that tends to go forward and understands the spacing and the willingness to uh track back on the defensive side of the ball I that's think the big one for me is, uh, I, that uh, that echoes the work rate and everything and the, i go back to the commitment and and he echoes that to a t i believe and i would probably be inclined to agree with you that the match against san jose was probably his best of the year and he probably should have had himself a goal there in the second half. But again, I think I think he's been fantastic. And wherever you put him on the field, especially on that right side, up and down the channels, uh, he's quick enough, he's fit enough, and he's smart enough to make things happen.
0: One of the reasons, Ben, before we get to you, um, that I was a little critical of him would be his, his work rate really is the big one for me. Because what you'd see earlier in the season is... He was playing right back but he loves to get involved in the attack as any right winger would love to do you know the more he can get involved in the attack potentially pinch himself with an assist he's going to try and do it so every attack he's getting involved which is what Mike Pecky wants he wants his wing backs his full backs to get up there and and get involved but you know as the the game went on he had really hard time getting back so what you'd see is Everton Louise would then have to drop back and play right back there'd be holes in the middle and that's how kind of things open up and goals are scored or goals are conceded I should say so uh, the last two games however whether he's playing right wing or right back he's been up and down the right hand side all night long you know even well into into extra time however many minutes there are and and he's just given it his all I think that's been the big difference for him His, his confidence seems to be much higher um, lately, but Speno, talk to us about Everton, my friend.
2: Yeah, no, I think I, mean, I think Everton knows his position now in 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 the squad with with uh, in the starting eleven. So when people like Brooks Lennon or Aaron Herrera go up and they are caught out of position, eh, he's not too far ahead of the play. You know, you can draw back um, and, and allow uh, the players to get back. One thing that Aaron and, and uh, Brooks will do all day long is they'll attack all day long, but they will eventually get back and support that back line. Um, I think Justin Glad it makes a huge difference back there as well. The reason being is that he's just really fast, and not only a good defender, but he's really, really fast. So he gets himself out of trouble. It can be on those two on one, uh, you know, breaks where he's alone, or you know, two on two or three on two. But because he's got that speed uh, and his positioning is very good, um, he covers a lot of space. Particularly when the fullbacks are caught upfield. And, and you see that well, you know time and time again, uh, he'll come out to, to one of the fo- um, one of the flanks, you know, with that last ditch sliding tackle uh, away from the winger, and, and the, the uh, you know the positioning is, is built back up. As for Everton, when when is he going to be announced as a Real Salt League player and not uh, an on loan player?
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, it I, needs to happen. If I'm being <laughs> totally honest with you, I'm not even sure that that that's a real real deal.
2: That needs to that needs to happen. Things as well. Yeah, gross. we need a buy. Uh Anyway, um but you know, he's been he's been brilliant. He's been absolutely fantastic. Um, we were just starting to see the best of him when he went down, when he got injured. Um, and that was the midfield that I was actually looking forward to, no disrespect to your captain, Gal Beckerman. But I was looking forward to seeing Demi Krylak and Everton-Louise as the centre midfield too, with Albert in front. Um, and we didn't really get to see that as, as uh, Everton went down for quite a while. But since he's come back, once since he's got fit, like properly 90-minute fit, game fit, um, I, I, it's hard to to point the finger of, you know, just... At anything that he's done, that that fourth goal that we score, Which MLS, all, him. It's it, all which, him. Which MLS didn't show the entire thing for for a while there, but the, starting with the the two sliding tackles, the nutmeg, and then just roaring up the field, and then the given given the defender the eyes was a look away. It was perfect. I mean, it's it, you know even even though he's in number six, he's a Brazilian, so he's probably as good as any number ten in England.
0: Yeah, he's got, he's got the full work to show. Uh, we've got injury news that uh, we need to share. We've got a club update from Taron and, uh, of course, a look ahead to uh, what Minnesota United are all about. Don't go away anywhere. We'll be right back soon. Up the lads. Stuff it. Click the red button, Tom. Hey. Welcome back in to the Lion's Den. I'm Are you Tom recording? Ha- yeah, we're recording. No, yeah. we're good. Yep. Uh, I'm Tom Haggard. That's Taran Meyer. Spencer the Gov Warn over there acting like an idiot. Um, right. So uh, I teased some, some injury news. So Mike Petke, after the game against the Union, uh, was asked by Mitch. Mitch Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yes. He actually, that was his very first question.
2: Mitch. That's because I kept texting him ask a question, ask a question, get an update, get an update. And I think he felt pressured.
0: Good, good. Yeah, he's always been very nervous to ask the gaffer a question. But he sits in there every game, and he's been doing it for years now, but he's never asked. So it's about time he stepped up. Anyway, uh, he asked for an update on Ned and Mr. Sam Johnson, and uh, we found out something interesting. So Sam, I guess, is six to eight weeks out. Uh, Six, if it all goes well. Eight, if there's some recovery issues i don't know uh in other sam news he was also seen at walmart wearing a sam johnson kit he was wearing his own kit in public so okay before- to
1: be fair it's a walmart kit
0: it's still number 50 johnson glaring right at you you know on the back Is it, does anybody have an issue with it i guess because i kind of do i think it's funny i think it's hysterical you, but, but do you think he thinks it's funny I just think he picked a comfy shirt.
2: <laughs> it's warm, and he wanted something breathable, Tom.
0: Okay, that's all, f- that's all f- fair and fun and whatever else. I, I question the decision, though. Would I do it? No. Neither would I. Not but, in my wildest dreams would I be seen dead wearing my But hair he jacket.
2: seems like he's a bit of a character. If you follow him on Instagram, he, like, if you've heard him singing or anything like that, like he's singing along to songs, brilliant. I think he's a great follow.
1: And I, I know him pretty well, and I, that doesn't surprise me at all. I think he just likes the shirt. I don't think he cares if the name's on the back, name well, you know I, on the back. You know, what I do is? like about it. He clearly
0: doesn't care. Oh. Don't care about anything apparently. Because, cause like, not many people. Let me just, let me be pretty. He, not many people do that.
2: He cares about scoring goals.
0: True. Yeah. Well, we found that out. However many games ago when he pinched it from Demir, <laughs> <laughs> point blank range. Awesome. Um, anyway, that's funny. It's on Twitter somewhere. Go find it. It's, uh, Big Ned. So here's, here's what I can't wrap my head around. Uh, Nader N- 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 Monooha oh, has visa issues. And he has to go back to, to England for like 10 days, according to Mike Petke. And Mike kind of had a dig at MLS. Well, he did. He had a dig at MLS. But I guess he, he has a point. He has a reason to. We're well, midway through the season. We're in arguably the most important stretch for Real Salt Lake, considering how many home games they have. You've got to pick up three points at home yet you're losing one of your best players, in my opinion, anyway, uh, because MLS can't figure out visa issues. Anyway, it doesn't make sense. He's also struggling with a a very minor injury uh, from all reports, but he's kind of back out on the pitch training, or he was, uh, and now he's got to go to England to uh, figure out visa. So it seems like a mess. It seems like a mess, but uh, I digress. We'll move forward, so... There you have it, Ndam and uh, Sam. Uh, well, I guess Donny Toya has is like f- uh, you know forgotten now. What's what's going on with the hamstring? I
1: can't really say that he's forgotten. Uh, he wasn't training. He was uh, recently. Oh, good. And I I have no timeline. I cannot speak to any sort of timeline uh, as far as availability or anything. But everybody's in good spirits. Everybody's getting healthy.
0: So he's back out on the pitch. That's all that matters, I guess. We'll see as to what happens this weekend. Right, so uh, we've got to play a club update, and I've got to figure out how to play the, uh, the intro here. So bear with me, Taron. Uh, you're going to like this one, I think, but uh, here it is. And now, your Real Salt Lake Club Update. Brought to you info by Matt Cash.
1: That, actually, that's funny that that plays here. That's what that's what plays when I get out of bed each morning. Oh, very. Did Maddie, Maddie must have sent that with to like you. The, you. know like, the Undertaker and the WWE mm-hmm. with all the fog coming out. That's how I get out of bed each morning.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Dead man walking. The under- Scary man, <laughs> by the way.
1: Yeah. I liked him as a kid.
0: called the Undertaker for a reason. You like Undertaker over Kane? 100%. Interesting. All day, every day. Really? Yep. I like Rey Mysterio. Ooh. I met Ray Mysterio. Did I ran into
1: him at an expo once. Oh,
0: wow. Anyway, uh, club update. What's going on around the club?
1: Uh, a lot of things are going on. We'll start with the Royals. Uh, Royals and Royals FC, excuse me, unfortunately lost to Sky Blue FC for the first time in their history. one nothing, heartbreaker down in, uh, I shouldn't say down, over in New Jersey uh, this past weekend. Uh, so this returning weekend on Friday, the July 19th. Uh, It's going to be a very exciting one, uh, one that I think a lot of fans circled on their calendar at the beginning of the year. The Portland Thorns are coming to town, and it will be the first uh, match back possibly for the U.S. women's national team stars who are just coming off the back of their obvious World Cup victory that has been celebrated uh, very, very heavily, not only in our neck of the woods, but around, around the world and around the country. So... We're excited to welcome them back Wednesday. They're, they will be having their welcome back press conference. So. But,
0: but there's no guarantee they'll play?
1: No guarantee they'll play.
0: Because no, they're still pissed, still drunk. Wow. Well, I would be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely. If
0: I said this yesterday, I said, if I won a World Cup, uh, you wouldn't be able to see, you wouldn't be able to find me for about six months, and I'd probably wake up in a gutter in Cardiff, Wales, is what I reckon that would happen.
1: I'd expect nothing less from you. I told I told our department at Real Salt Lake, if we win MLS Cup, I am useless for the next month. Yeah, I will be celebrating nonstop in whatever way that I see fit. Have you guys with been my health?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be lost. <laughs> have you guys ever been to Cardiff, Wales? Yes,
1: I've mean, I not. Yes. I
0: mean, it goes off. It really does. It goes. It just goes bonkers. So that's where I want to be. All right. Um Sorry, I intruded. Your uh, do I need to play the open again? Probably not. But um, what else is going on around the club? So, but well, there's no guarantee, I guess, that Becky- no guarantee.
1: But it's a, it's a big game. I think that I know the ladies in the locker room are hungry, coming off losing to Sky Blue FC, which, in their opinion, they should beat uh, ten times out of ten, and obviously a heartbreaking way to do it. So, returning home in front of the uh, Royals FC faithful is going to be a big one against what I personally consider to be. Uh, URFC's rival in the Portland Thorns, and obviously they have some U.S. Women's National Team stars of their own, so it should be a good one Friday. Uh, I'll be there, and hopefully they can pull out a win. Uh, the Monarchs, they're coming off a massive week. They just secured their fifth consecutive victory, a 5-0 drubbing over Tacoma, which, to be quite fair, I'm surprised it wasn't more in a bit of history Uh, out in Harriman over the weekend. Douglas Martinez scores the club's first ever hat trick, and that that team has come close with many people many times, and it finally fell on Saturday to earn himself uh, the Player of the Week honors for Week 19. So good on you, Dougie Fresh. We call him Dougie Fresh, just for future reference. Why Dougie? Well, I get Dougie, but why Fresh? So apparently when he he was in New York playing for Red Bull 2, Their PR guy gave him the nickname, who I know very well, Willie, awesome guy, uh, gave him the nickname Dougie Fresh. And to be honest with you, I'm not even convinced he knows Douglas Martinez's actual name. So we've adopted it. Dougie Fresh gets the hat trick, a wonderful hat trick as well, Uh, bagged three goals, wonderful goals. And uh, they got the three points. Now they're headed to El Paso to play Sebastian Velasquez and... El Paso Locomotive FC, who just entered the league in 2019, so one of the multitude of expansion sides in the USL Championship, so I think it'll be a good game to see if uh, the Monarchs can go for six.
2: Is there any update on timelines for Ricardo Avila? No. You love oh, him. Mate. You love him, My favorite Monarchs player. And,
1: and to be fair, it, he that's a very good choice. I mean, he played in the World Cup for Panama last year, got time against England, Tunisia, uh, he's a very good player, but considering the injury, it uh, wasn't good. wasn't pretty. I do not have a timeline. I personally don't know a timeline, uh, but I know he's well on his way to recovery. He's in good spirits, and hopefully, we see him back out sooner rather than later.
0: <laughs> so the uh, the El Paso locomotive are uh, one place ahead Correct. of the Monarchs. Correct. This Correct. is a big game. This is a massive game. And by the way, I remember looking at the uh, the the USL. Standings, you know, a month ago or so, and, and the Monarchs were all the way down there, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, somewhere down towards the bottom. They're uh, they're all the way up there, sitting in seventh right now. So, um, their rise has been quite phenomenal, and um, well, hopefully it continues against El Paso Locomotive this week. But mm-hmm. congratulations to uh, Dougie Fresh. Yes, thank you for that. That's a pretty, it's a pretty cool name, Dougie Fresh. I like
1: that name. Uh, again i don't know what the meaning behind it is but it works and it fits it certainly so does. that's what i go with
0: yeah no i get it um minnesota united lads they're um boo hiss they're good no they, they it's like the first time in their existence that
2: they're good it's that stadium man it's a beautiful ground beautiful wonderful who, who
0: remembers when they used to play on uh the university of minnesota's
2: uh kyle beckerman does what you never, then? Then? Did you n- never hear that? We I think we lost like 4-2 or something like that, and it was like middle, like late, sorry, early evening, and the sun was just horrendous and in the, in his
0: face, in his and, face, yeah.
2: and and it's plastic, filled. and he was just like, it's 2018, what are we yep. doing? Yep. Oh, it's such a great rant. I remember, I remember that vividly. I,
0: I, I remember I when you said Carl Beckerman does. I remember there was something out there. I just couldn't quite. And think he's like it. he's
2: getting interviewed, and the sweat is just. He sweats a lot, by the way. Yeah, because he works hard. It's healthy. It's good. But you know, no, but you know, not because he's fat, because he's healthy.
0: Like some athletes don't like Roger Federer, doesn't sweat.
1: Well, because they have little kids handing him towels every four seconds.
0: I mean, granted that. Yeah, but like even his hair, like Rafa Nadal sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
1: Novak Djokovic doesn't sweat. Doesn't sweat. He doesn't sweat does he he doesn't. He at all. Did Serena you want- Williams, she sweats. Yep. I, go I'm gonna be totally like honest. I don't. I <laughs> don't think I've ever paid attention to how much people sweat. Just. Uh, you doing a roll? Oh, I pay it. Wrong. it. I pay doing it wrong. so much attention to You're it. Just, Zin- maybe I'm focused on. Other Zinedine things.
2: Zidane was the king of sweat.
0: He would, yeah, he'd wear that white French top, and it would just be like, like he'd like
2: bend over, like to to place the ball for a free kick, and the just the sweat would just like roll and to off be f- that wonderful
1: dome. To be fair, Zisu, if people always ask me, Messi or Ronaldo, and I say Zisu every time, is the best player to ever play the game. That I'm sure that's up for debate. Oh, I totally totally But See, he's I'll, the best player to ever play the game. I always go Maradona. So,
2: but I'm old. You, you say CD. Diego? Oh yeah, just because he's a lunatic.
0: Oh, he's nuts. <laughs> What happened to him last World Cup, remember? He had, like, didn't he suffer, like, a heart attack in the stands or something?
2: I think he was on a little bit of, you know. He was going skiing? He had a nose bag or something right. like that. <laughs> no, really, uh, he passed out in the
1: stands. Yeah, yeah. In the suite, in the yes, suite. In and the it was, like,
2: the, the glass front of the suite was, just yeah. like, a powder all over it, I swear I just read something that uh,
0: he wants to manage United now, or he wants to manage somebody. Do not
1: touch United I swear, I he, he
0: wants to manage somebody that's... Uh, don't t- touch the good Reds. Know. Maybe I'm talking. Oh, my God! Uh, United, right. So they're a good yeah. team. They've got a good goalkeeper. He's on loan from Reading. Um, did you know about this? Oh, Menoni? Yes. Is Very he talented. on loan? I thought, I thought he was a full-time player. Is he on loan? According Not to bad. Minnesota United's website, he's on loan from <laughs> Reading.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, I think that much of him, but carry on. Uh,
0: <laughs> and and by the way, he, they came off... Fascinating game, entertaining game against FC Dallas this past Saturday where they scored right at the death. Um, and then goalkeeper Minone made a save 90, what was it, 97 minutes in. There was only six minutes of stoppage time, but it takes, you know, a minute or two to get the penalty up and running. And, uh, they end up winning the match. So he, he was a part of MLS team of the week as well. He, he's, he's done very well. He's, and you're, you're a goalkeeper, Tarant. so you would know, but, uh, Manone, I did a story on the upcoming game. He's faced 95 shots. He's saved 65 of them, and he's conceded 25, so something around that, with six clean sheets. So he's he's done very good. He's He's been their only goalkeeper this season. He's the only one to get minutes, so uh, they love him up there in
1: Minnesota. This, what I'm about to say is twofold here. One, they needed a change at goalkeeper, and... For those of you that know the league, I won't say a name or anything. They needed to change at goalkeeper, uh, something terribly, and they've they seem to have found that in manone. Uh, on the other hand, I hope that all of those wonderful goalkeeping stats go right, right south uh, on Saturday against RSL. But no, Minnesota is a very good side. I mean, they have, they're they're a lot similar to RSL in respect that the goals are spread out. Uh, they have guys on six, five, four, several of them. And they're led by Quintero. Quintero, you have to know where he is on the field at all times. He's kind of been the linchpin for that side. And on Saturday, the RSL is going to have their hands full, not only through the midfield and the back line, but it's going to have to be a full defensive effort to keep uh, Mason Toy, the guy that you alluded to that scored the stoppage time Mason winner Joy, against um, against Dallas last week. Uh, he's he's finding form right now, and it's, it, it's a very pivotal game. RSL in sixth, Minnesota in fourth. We're four points behind. And this is a chance to close the gap pending San Jose's result. And so this, is, this weekend is arguably probably our biggest game to date. And we hope that the three points goes our way. They've always had uh, really good attacking
2: talent. Um, what they didn't have was a spine, like a proper spine. And they made three big moves. Manone being one, and you talked about and he is on loan. My apologies. For, I just thought that was full-time. I thought that was a great pickup. Anyway, still is on loan. But the other one is Eichel and yep. then Ozzy Alonso coming down from, yep. from Seattle. Yeah, uh old, getting old. But the experience they provided in that spine is just Yeah, that's right there, that's that's the your reason why they've they've been able to turn things out and and uh, around. So you do expect them to be there or thereabouts when it comes to, to playoff time and you look then you start looking at um the change in San Jose and all of a sudden the easier games for Real Salt Lake where you thought they were gonna be there or thereabouts just over the line well, there's more competitive teams in this Western Conference all of a sudden. And uh, I think it will go down to the wire. And hopefully, as we've seen and typically seen and historically seen with Mike Pecky since he's been at Real Salt Lake, is that when it gets to the second half of of this schedule, RSL seems to have that upward turn. And hopefully uh, that'll be enough uh, to to get us over the line, particularly with the amount of home games that we have for the the second half of the season.
0: A couple other players for uh, Minnesota to keep an eye on. and hello, Rodriguez. Uh, He's their number nine. He plays right in front of Darwin Quintero, and uh, he's one goal short of Quintero, I think, with five. Quintero's got six. Quintero went two months without a goal. Uh, May and June he didn't score, which was surprising. Uh, But he scored on the 3rd of July, uh, so earlier this month, um, and he's back on the scorer's sheet for July. And then uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's Slovakian, but Jan Gregus. Did I do that all right?
1: Yeah. Gregus. Gregus.
0: Uh, Slovakian international, so knows Albert Ruznak well. Um, he, he he plays a holding midfield role for them. He's their number eight. And uh, Adrian Heath, the manager of Minnesota, plays pretty close to an exact formation that Mike Petke does. That four-two-three-one look with fullbacks getting up and down the flanks, two holding midfielders, a nice trio, I guess if you will, playing behind the number nine i guess we we haven't talked about this but we probably should before we get to the predictions um and taron it might be hard for you to answer it because you work for the club but spenno i'll ask you first uh now that we know sam johnson's going to be out for six to eight weeks mm-hmm. i mean concern where are levels because Demir Krulak played quite nicely yeah at striker but he hasn't it's not his position. So you know there are going to be games where he doesn't do much at strike, but then he'll have games where he does a lot, like he did against
2: the Union. Yeah, no, I'm comfortable with it as a stopgap. I'd love to have a backup. You've also got uh, Corey Bed. He made his name last year, playing majority through the, through the middle. He hasn't had the impact as uh, he did last season, but again, he's still an option, particularly to stretch back lines and work you know, really hard and, and keep people honest. you also got Brooks Lennon as an option. Um, Joel Platter I suppose as well uh, but but Brooksy you know played a few t- a few games through the middle with uh, Liverpool under 23 so that's it's not foreign to him as well uh, he's played it you know, I think once or twice for Real Salt Lake since he's been back at the club but really I mean it's Demir's spot to lose what I do like about it is that you're now not having to shoehorn and it feels like it a little bit you have to shoehorn Sam Johnson Demir cry like Albert Rusnak um, into the same lineup along with Everton Louise and Carl and Beckerman if, if if Demir's not dropping back. So it kinda takes one headache out, even though I think uh my pecky would prefer to have a, an awful headache of, of uh and losing sleep who to who to start um week in week out. But uh, right now that uh, kinda picks that uh that three of uh Demir with uh, Albert right behind him.
0: Yeah, it's a headache that Mike Pecky's probably gonna like, I guess. It's a good, it's a good headache to have because not all gaffers around the world get to uh, get to have problems like that. So, uh, without further ado, I think it's only fair. Oh, there we
2: go. Oh, get, get the levels down. down. Jeez, you can clean
0: your earwax out, ever?
2: Sorry bring about back, that. Bring back Trevor. Yeah.
0: We didn't, didn't realise how good Trevor was until he wasn't here. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Taron predictions. This is the music for predictions. We. Uh,
2: Prediction
1: music. Pre- this is, yeah, this is no, it's, fun. Yeah, no, this it's
2: is, I just. It's all going like, on. Are we going to do goal scorers and who's getting the yellow first yellow card, or are we just going to go with score lines?
0: Hold on. Hold your horses. Right. Pause that. Back up the volume. Yellow card. Who's seeing yellow? Travis see in yellow. Say what? <laughs> it's horrible, and I immediately
1: regret doing that. <laughs> uh, I wish you hadn't done that. Well, yeah. you asked for it. Now, I'll tell oh, you what. God. I've known Gash for a very long time, and he's the... I, dude, I owe that guy a lot. And that might just be one of my favorite things I've ever heard him say. <laughs> <laughs> On record, recorded, r- ready to be looped.
0: Here you go. Here, I'll play it for you again. Yellow card. Who's seeing yellow? Travis <laughs> to seeing yellow. Say what?
1: <laughs> Who's seeing yellow?
0: <laughs> I spend eight hours uh, a day with that guy.
1: I'll and see I hear you that daily.
0: Yeah, I'll send it to you. You can play it. You can use that. You can wake up to that. Can you <laughs> imagine waking up to this? Yellow card. Who's seeing yellow? Travis to seeing yellow. Say what? Oh,
1: see, my dear. wife thinks Matt and I communicate too much. Okay. <laughs> no work communicating. Oh, yeah. So if I'm waking up to that, I'm in for a hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll be waking up to punches, I think. But, um, all right, you want to do yellow cards? Be my guest. Go ahead, Spenner. The mic and the floor is all yours. Who do you reckon? Aaron Herrera. Well, why? Why, Aaron? You think he's a bit rowdy, a bit toey.
2: You look at that challenge that he put in on Saturday. Was he so was good. lucky. Like, <laughs> I forgot about it. He that. Came fly. I mean, but he meant business. It was business. He had his business socks on. He meant business.
0: So there are a couple of folks that like. I kind of. I, I want to say that they're getting yellow, but you know that they're getting yellow, so it kind of defeats the purpose. Like Carl Beckerman's getting yellow. Everton Louise getting yellow. Like they are two players that just get yellow cards. Both them. Both he'll slap the ball out of someone and get yellow, or he stand in front of a free kick, and get yellow. Any time there's a stoppage, he's up to something. Uh, I Love
2: it, I do. I love it. I think he's such a snide. It's brilliant.
0: I'm I'm going to go with Justin Glad getting Ooh. a yellow card. He I feel like he hasn't had a yellow card for a while, so he's due. That's if oh you no, know, he will be playing unless they play Eric Holt. But anyway, Justin Glad, if he plays, is mine. Taryn, you're not allowed to answer the question because can um, I
1: answer someone for the other team? Yes, As I Valdo guess. Alonso, one hundred percent. Within the first fifteen minutes, he's going to stick Kyler Everton and give him that little bulldog glare, like he has done his entire career, and he's going to see yellow for it.
0: I, I, I agree with that. I'm intrigued to see how Everton responds. I, that's going to be
2: fun. Hope he, hope he gets in his face.
0: Yeah, Everton's not afraid to uh, tell it's, you how he really
2: feels. He so. gets into everyone's face. He's brilliant. He's he just...
0: got into what manager was that a couple of weeks ago? That started shouting at him. Oh, it was, I think
2: it's Caleb Porter against uh, the crew. Yeah, Columbus. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I think Jeez, uh, the audacity. C- C- Caleb said, must have said something, and
1: he wanted a foul. I was going to say, I don't think he. It was very unwarranted. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it was
2: well and truly well within his rights. It's just that I don't think he expected the mouthful in Portuguese. <laughs> How is Everton's uh, English coming along? Is yeah, it? It's coming along. Okay.
1: Eh. It's coming along. Every now and again I'll stop by. He's getting to the hellos, thank yous, good mornings, and all that stuff. But we'll get there. Good.
2: I
0: haven't been for a press conference here, so. And I hope this music plays in the press conference when he walks in, because this is the type of music that I feel like, oh. yeah, our lord and saviour Everton <laughs> Louise deserves, quite frankly. Um, right, sorry. Uh... Score lines, Taryn. you're our guest today, so we're going to allow you to do the honours and uh, give us our first prediction as to who, what you think uh, the scoreline
1: is going to look like by the time this game's over and done with. I think Real Salt Lake sees Nick Romano get his 150th career MLS shutout in a 2-0 win over Minnesota United. Very nice. Any idea on... Geez, that music's loud. Sorry about that,
0: gents. Cool. Yeah. That
2: was heavy, that. Oh, sorry, Everton Louise. Um... I felt like I was playing Call of Duty or something. Any idea? Just got killed for You're the 90th too old time. for Call of Duty, man. Yeah, well, I just watch the kids and they win and stuff, and I just sit there going, ah, oh, great, cool. Uh,
1: goal scorers. Who's your prediction on them? I think one goal comes from the back line. Oh, wow. Justin Glad threatened a couple of times. He did. Likely in the first half. <laughs> wow. And wow. in the second this. half, we top it off with a good move. Likely one of our wingers. Who just easily tucks home and puts the game away? that's probably seven. Well, both
2: of those do, I guess. Ben, what's your thoughts? Yeah, similar. Uh, two one. I think we go up a goal. I think this is uh, a, a good team. They scored thirty-seven goals. I think they're second leading goal scorers in the West uh, Western Conference. So I think they get a goal. But um, how yeah. dare you? Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, Nick. Sorry. Yeah, the Nick, goat. Nick
0: won't be happy with
2: you. He won't. Uh, he'll tell me as well if he's not happy. So you know, don't worry about it. Um, two one. And uh, I would expect someone of the quality of Quintera or, uh, or uh, you know, I am going to go Molina, if you please. Okay. I like Kevin, I like Kev, I like young Kev uh, for for Real Salt Lake. I don't, I don't know what half, sorry, but I think Justin Glad is due one. I thought he uh, had a couple of ch- uh, chances. Could have stra- two, yeah, one one against the bar, one straight at the keeper. So I am going to go with uh, young Justin Glad, and I'll throw in uh, Albert Rusnak again.
0: Very nice. Uh, I am going to go three one. Uh, I do think the class of Quintero Rodriguez too much and, and they're probably gonna score. But then again, like I thought uh Philadelphia were good enough to score and they didn't even look like scoring. So I really have no idea. But three one is my uh, prediction. Uh two goals from Bofo Salcedo and Demir oh. Kralak's gonna score, I believe, so. Uh it'll be another three points for RSL. Can can somebody shut that music up? There you go. Um Anything else, gents? I've
2: got terrible indigestion.
0: Tarrant, we appreciate... Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to get shouted at for that. I have no idea how to edit this.
1: uh It wasn't me. And then I have to turn around and see you in the morning after you've been blasted for this. And it's all because of this chucklehead over here yeah. he who's just sitting here just it giggling away. It yeah. wasn't
0: me. thinks he's all clever and all done uh, Don't forget, catch Royals, Monarchs, and RSL on kslsports.com, rsl.com, or the KSL TV app found wherever you download your apps. Taryn, we appreciate you spending time.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Putting up with uh Spenno and myself, more so Spenno. And uh, well, anytime Matt can't come, which now it's been two weeks on the trot, we should see if you're around and uh, and bring you in. But I know Brooksy wants to come back on, he Brooksy and I are getting quite close, I guess. We'd He's love friendly. it. Uh I can't not I can't end this podcast without saying that Carl Beckerman credited and commented on my Australian kit that I wore against the Union on Saturday.
2: It was the uh, the ladies top, wasn't it, that you're wearing?
0: No, it was the men's.
1: Okay. It was one of those shirts where you lift your arms up and the whole, you just see the whole belly.
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: Right, <laughs> that didn't go as planned. Say, lads,
0: like, gents,
2: goodbye. Up the lads. How do
0: I? Uh, music.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do music. There you
0: go. Woo. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>